It's the doc and the deacon, stethoscope and hope, talking everything from poop to the pope. One believing in spiritual miracles, the other believes in movement bowels that are irritable. Two dads, more like two brothers, and they breaking bread like the Last Supper. This show won't get negative feedback, that be like the deacon prescribing a Z-Pack. So don't get it twisted like a Philly pretzel, Foles already told y'all that Philly special. Take notes from the knowledge they're teaching, pay attention, it's the doc and the deacon speaking. Welcome to Doc and the Deacon, a podcast about two dads, one of us believing in the power of science, one of us believing in the power of Jesus, but both of us believing in the power of ice cold beer. What's love got to do, got to do with it? What's love but a second hand emotion? What's love got to do, got to do with it? Who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? Yeah, yeah, I'm stuck with that. So today, not only are we doing it with an ice cold beer, we're doing it with some Tito's because we have a guest on, Lexi from uh, Ladies Break Room. Hello. And you know why? Because we needed her here because I'm going to tell you how much I dislike Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's <laughs> Day, everyone. Are you into Valentine's Day, Lexi? Um, it's not. I mean, yes and no. Does your hubby have to show up with something? Like something has to happen? No, I'm, I mean, he doesn't. But, because I'm always the type that's like, I don't want a gift. Don't get me a gift. I, don't, I like being gifted experiences instead of like material things. Is that like a, like, like a making, bond, like bondage like, experience? No, 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 no. Like, um, like plan a picnic lunch somewhere. I mean, not that you can plan a picnic lunch in Pennsylvania because it's cold in February, but like that kind of stuff. Like an indoor picnic. Yeah, exactly. Like something like that. You yeah, know? I like it. Yeah. Like a picnic at a wagon. You know what? That's things that wives say. They don't mean that. Like you said, no. no, My wife always says that. If I whipped out a bag of Wawa, she'd be like, "Oh, really? You set up a picnic, a picnic at a Wegmans in that far corner." And I even think you could get away with like a little bit of uh, physical touch there. And if it's Valentine's Day, who's going to argue? Yeah, yeah. Well, (laughs) so Valentine's Day is one of those made-up days that leads to expectations. In presence, and, and I, I mean, I guess I want to show my wife that I love her, and I love her, but I, I want her to know it through love. 65 What's days. love got to do, got to do with it? What's love but a second-hand emotion? Uh, What's love got to do, got to do with it? Who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? I just want to make sure everybody knows. I told him he can, we can only sing the song five times during the episode. <laughs> I put him on a thing. So now with online dating and Valentine's Day, like if you don't have a Valentine, do you actually go on like uh, Tinder to see like, can I make out with somebody tonight? Is there someone within six miles that wants to meet up at a bar? People do that. I, I'm thankful. Like, not only for the amazing uh, woman that I met and, and the life that we have and the love that we share and all that, um, but I'm so thankful that I didn't really have to deal with that uh, online dating. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so is the Center for Disease Control <laughs> because <laughs> there are questions about since online dating has started, whether or not there is an increased risk of sexually transmitted infections due to them. So I am glad that you got married before plenty of fish existed. Actually, gonorrhea, chlamydia, and syphilis had their first rise in years. And syphilis is actually up 15%. You have more anonymous encounters. Right? 
And, uh, you know, there's mixed data as to whether or not this is the case. And well, I'm, you remember when it first started? Like, I remember uh, there was like that – remember when Craigslist was big? Uh, Craigslist is still big. Is it still big? Yeah, yeah. It's for people that can't afford the ones that you have to pay for. But then they would always – but then there was also a uh, a part on Craigslist where it was like males seeking females. Really? Like female old seeking, school yeah, personal yeah. ads? Well, the old school personal ad was the – that was the greatest, right? Oh, when you had to explain – when somebody had to explain – When you had to explain no. to your parents why you called a 900 number. <laughs> when it was in the it was paper. It was in the paper. And it was males <laughs> – Seeking male, there was never, really? you never saw the male seeking yeah, male, right? Yeah, and it's right? really random stuff. Yeah. Like, when <laughs> you, you never saw that? I saw it. That was the beginning <laughs> of the, I think, I don't know if I ever put one of those out. But if I did, I definitely would have said I was six feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I actually have heard now, they actually have like executive dating uh, services. Yeah. Where you pay more, and so I, I, I've met physicians that where they actually like the people get interviewed before you go on a date with them. Stop. Well, you remember the Ashley Madison yeah, that was a debacle. Whole thing. Of course. Right? I mean, of course. I, as soon as I saw my name, I mean, Stop. whoa, I'm just kidding. I'm a deacon. It's a joke. It's a so joke. to those of you out there, Ashley Madison is a dating website Yes, for people that are married That's to right. meet other people that are married. And they advertise it all the time on Howard Stern, which, uh, you know, Helped give me, uh, I listened to for way too long. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, they do, but they also have dating sites for like the Christian Mingle. Yes. Like, I feel like they have a site that the, the, what's that, the Founding Farmers? No, that's a restaurant. What's the other? Farmers Only. Maybe, yes. Farmers Only. In medical school, most people use J Date. Uh, yeah. There's right. a lot of Jewish people in medical school. <laughs> Shout out to my boy. Uh, <laughs> Doctor, you know who you are, and That's the mistake right. that happened on J Date the first time. We still love you. <laughs> <laughs> and so, the, actually, the CDC and Hawaii healthcare officials have actually worried that online dating is leading to the rise in sexually transmitted infections. Now, the three states with the highest risk of sexually transmitted infections, I'm going to give you one guess. Can you get one of the top three? What's that? The top the three states for ranked sexually transmitted infections. Oh, it's a game. You okay. both can play. Oh, I'm really good at games. Lex, I'm going to give you the first chance because I always win. I'm saying California. Ooh, number three. Really? Good job, Lex. Yeah. I'm going to go New York. Nope. Louisiana, number one. What? Louisiana. Yeah. Nevada, number two. Oh, that's a good one. And Ladies Breakthrough came through <laughs> with uh, number three. Ladies Breakthrough. Before we get in, like, what is Ladies Breakthrough, Lex? Oh, it's a life. Well, I'm... Saying it's like a lifestyle blog. It's a uh, makes you laugh. You can cry if you want to. Sometimes it's happy stuff I talk about. Sometimes it's sad. It's for adults. Definitely, I'm going to even say for over 21 because sometimes my content is a little extra. I curse, you know, but it's just. So what, 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 made, what me? made you decide like, hey, I want to offer this. What is the. Like- it started um, as a private group for moms to vent you know, talk about their day. Cause at that time I was a stay at home mom. Um, and then I was like, well, let's shift it. My aunt suggested I make it public for all women. And then I was like, okay, well, even women that aren't moms, that rough day at work or whatever the situation may be, just an outlet. So it's, that's what it's turned into. But now we have male followers. Okay. So I'm going to jump in here. Okay. As we've joined the social media, we're men. Has anyone sent you dirty yes. DMs? Yes. Has anyone sent you like a picture of their feet? Yeah, I get no. I've not gotten pictures of feet. I've gotten pictures of other things, 
but I get requests for pictures of my feet. Wow. Which is like, funny. It's your... like, bro, why do you want to see my toe? Well, I actually have seen your toe before because I'm your physician. Yes. And so it was actually in an exam and uh, your feet were very normal. I didn't see any onychomycosis. <laughs> Ladies break room. The word on the street is has no foot fungus. She's Tell everyone. Onychomycosis free. Fantastic. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. But yeah, no, some stuff. Now, fortunately, they'll blur images ahead of time so like i can tell if it's a you can do that yeah it blurs it so i know this is through your dm through insta it through yeah well through facebook insta and twitter what is your husband do you tell your husband yes when someone no sends you like a picture of a private part he knows that's happened and um he's like he always jokes he's like i know you only tell me so much you know because then it, it just what's the stress i don't even open three quarters of this stuff sure well listen if you are on Tinder, if you are on one of these websites... Which I am not on well, Tinder. <laughs> you shouldn't be, yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, and you get an infection, come tell your doctor. Make sure to tell us. We want to make sure people get treated, right? You know, I used to have this patient when I was a young man who used to come in all the time for chlamydia. Mm. And it was almost like a badge of honor. Like, hey, doc, I'm the man. I got chlamydia again. And so I want to tell men out there, before I was married, I enjoyed uh, women and dating. I uh, now I'm married and I'm a girl dad and How? love being a, a family man. But getting chlamydia does not mean you're the man. I actually called him one day, and I wanted to go over his results, which were like, "Yes, you got chlamydia again," but he had one of those ringback tones, and it was a big pun. Don't want to be a player no more. I'm, I'm not, not a player. player. I, I just crush a lot. Yeah. And I was in a, in a, I actually, uh, I have changed my ringtone since then, Doc. Oh, it was not, <laughs> it, it was not the Jesus praise. It was not the deacon praise Jesus. Amen. But I, I, I answered it with, uh, hey, player, this ain't working out so well. <laughs> right? I actually was tempted to like buy this guy condoms. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you can't save every, Man, you ever meet from Comedia? No, man. Yeah, I'm going to keep striving, but it may not happen. Do you remember? We're all married here. Mm-hmm. Was it love at first sight? Mm, I would have to say mine definitely was. Really? Yeah. Mine wasn't. We dated for two weeks. We took an eight-year break, and we've been together ever since. Okay. okay. So, I mean, you know, it was... Well, wow, I'd really like to make out with you at first sight when yeah, I was 17. Yeah, what kind of love was, was it? So, when you say yeah. love, right, so... You got to remember that there are types of love. Ooh. Right? So when we, when, you know. Like, like, I love the deacon. I love ladies' break room. Oh, and those are probably the same kind of, kind of love that you just described. In fact, that one is called, uh, that's probably the, the fila love, that brotherly love, right? The one that you have for friends. So Philadelphia right. is the city of brotherly love. Yeah. And so when you talk about... Do they mention Philadelphia in the Bible? No, but they talk about phila. Oh, phila. Yeah, they do. They talk about that love. It's a Greek word um, that talks about that kind of love that you have for a friend or someone you really, really care about, um, which is different than like storge, which is like a familial love. That's more like a parent child love yeah you know that love you have for that child like if you remember i I know we've told this story before of of moses's mother 
right when she when he was born and he was and and the, the the decree was sent out to kill all the firstborn sons and she put him in the river so that kind Ooh, of I'm a, I'm a firstborn son i hate the story for that reason yeah so that kind my of mom would love. just be stuck with my younger brother <laughs> oh my gosh oh, can you imagine i love him oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> so that's that kind of like parent or or sibling love that that mm-hmm. that store gay love right yeah uh, and then they talk about eros which is where the word erotica comes from. Wow. And eros, uh, and a, a lot of times in the Bible when they talk about eros, they talk about it as a, a more distorted love. Yeah. Because right? it's, more, it's more a lust. But In my house, we call it sexy time. But see, now that's different because I, I do believe, in it, and, I, and the Bible supports this too, that eros in the right context between a couple that are committed and in a relationship with one another, right? Eros, I mean, sexy time with your wife or your partner uh, is really special, right? Like, I think it's it's a really different kind of love than you could experience um, than, than you would somebody you met on Tinder. But you know, so it, it, Eros is interesting. Versace makes a fragrance uh, called Eros that I love. Shout out to my mother-in-law, always keeping me uh, smelling good. That's nice. But Eros, I think sometimes in the faith community, yeah. like other Christians can distort it and they always try to make it nasty. And it's like, no, no, no. I love my wife enough that I really... Can you be religious and enjoy a little bit of nasty? Absolutely. Okay, okay. You better be able <laughs> Have to. you ever talked dirty and like said like, <laughs> I think God I, wants you to have this or like would, Jesus would <laughs> want it to be this way? That would break HIPAA. Would it? Okay, yes. okay. I don't want to break I mean, like marriage HIPAA. I think I, I, I've probably said, oh, I've probably said, oh, Jesus, a few times. Wow. <laughs> wow. If you take the Lord's name in vain in sexy time, is that like a double sin? I'm praying for my wife. Say, oh, you're it's praying for your wife. It's different. I'm praying. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. Uh, but so that's Eros. And, and, you know, the faith community can often get a little snotty about it and stuck up about it. And the reality is God made sex. I mean, he created this union between two people and decided it was good. I mean, so like we think that God created really reverse good. cowgirl. Hmm. Do you think that like when he was making man and woman, he was like, oh, reverse cowgirl could be good. I think I think he thought about everything. Wow. I think he made the parts so that they would fit in a way that he wanted us to enjoy yes. and have pleasure. Yep. Right. In the right context, people can distort the version of love. That you are. And then the last and final, what they well, call Well, the it. question is, with Eros, yeah. is it about love? Absolutely. What's love got to do, got to do with it? What's love but a second-hand emotion? What's love got to do, got to do with it? Who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? That's the third time he only gets two more. <laughs> three. <laughs> so, uh, but I do, I, I, I mean, Eros is a love. And I, when it's in the right context, man, I think it's a powerful love. But the most powerful love the Bible talks about is the agape love, the unconditional love. And agape is, is what they talk about, about this love that extended down, that extended from God to us. And then also came back in the form of Jesus Christ, this love that said, you don't have to do anything to earn it. No matter your performance, your uh, 
your, your anything, your worth, your, there was nothing you could do that would be a determining yeah. factor in how much the love was given back. So talk me through the four uh, loves now. Eros. So you got, so agape is at the top. That's that, that, that's that, one that with Jesus. unconditional love, right? Yeah, that's one with Jesus, that's right? That's right. Okay, I don't have that one. What are the other three? So you got Eros. I got Eros. That's right. You got Storge. I got Storge. the family, the parent, yeah. you know. And then you got the Fila, the brother. Fila. I got three out of four. I'll love. take that three out of four. <laughs> 75%. Yeah. You a Hall of Famer. You know it. You know it. Ladies break room. Yes. Are you into this whole uh, Jesus and religious thing? I, um, I was always raised, well... I take care of kids. I know they go to Catholic school. Yeah, but I mean, I was baptized Catholic, but my parents divorced, so my mom was Presbyterian. So I went to Presbyterian Sunday school, but also my father was Catholic. And then when my dad was going through his second divorce, he decided we were going to go to a Baptist church. Yeah. Amen. So I have like all little bits and pieces. So yes, but I also have like um, a lot of questions too. So I'm kind of on the fence. If the the deacon ever leaves me, I'm going to find a Southern Baptist (laughs) to replace him. A little like fire and brimstone. I think it's it's healthy to have questions. I mean, listen, I... I read the Bible a lot, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of things in there that I often question. I mean, listen, there's a there's a story in the Bible. So I'm going to read you guys this this one thing that I think you will find uh, interesting. It's from Solomon, and Solomon. Is, you know what? Growing up, I don't realize Solomon was such an important dude. He comes up a lot. Well, like, how is, do we get Solomon more love? This is from Song of Solomon, but it's really not about Solomon. It's it's it, it was originally called Song of Songs. It's a, it's a book in the Bible, and it's a collection of like poems and stuff. But here, I, I want to read this to you because I think you'll be really surprised, especially you, Doc, that this is in the Bible. How beautiful you are, my darling. This is from Song of Songs 4. Oh, how beautiful. Your eyes behind your veil are doves. Your hair is like a flock of goats descending from the hills of Gilead. Your teeth are like a flock of sheep just shorn. Coming up from the washing, each has its twin. None of them is alone. Your lips are like a scarlet ribbon. Your mouth is lovely. Your temples behind your veil are like the halves of a pomegranate. Your neck is like the Tower of David, built with courses of stone. On it hang a thousand shields, all of them shields of warriors. Your breasts are like two fawns, like twin fawns of a gazelle. Two fawns. That browse among the lilies. Until the day breaks and the shadows flee, I will go to the mountain of myrrh. And to the hill of incense, you are altogether beautiful, my darling. There is no flaw in you. Wow. Right? wow. That's definitely like, New Testament? That's Old Testament. Oh, you should know. Anything, <laughs> you should know. That's Any, Old Testament. Anything cool is from the Old Testament. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the question comes to, could you love something too much? Yeah. You know, Valentine's Day is coming. You love your family. You love your children. You may love Jesus. But the honest truth is, yeah. Yeah, if you get your heart broken, oh, mm. you could die. You could have heartbreak to the point where you almost die. It's called Takatsubu's cardiomyopathy. Wow. Yeah, Takatsubu's cardiomyopathy is basically, we think oftentimes after a significant negative stressful event that happens in someone's life where you have transient dysfunction of your left ventricle and how it pumps the systolic function stops working. It actually balloons up the left ventricle. So when you do a cardiac catheterization, you're pumping blood through the heart, it actually looks like an octopus trap, they say. 
So when you're looking at it, mm. it kind of balloons up the bottom of your heart. And that's how it got named after an octopus trap. Oh Takatsubu. It comes from the Japanese name and it, it, it comes from this appearance. And it's a. They do a great job with octopus. <laughs> the yes. Japanese? Yes. Oh, I would never have eaten octopus if it wasn't for the Japanese because they did a great job so, of bringing it and showing us how to cook it. Yeah. The scary thing is, it, it is rare, but it sure does happen. Basically, octopus? Uh, no, not octopus. Dying of a broken heart. Oh. Yeah. That's sad. It, it is really sad. And, and, and what happens is, basically, someone comes in. Their EKG looks like they're having a heart attack. They're having chest pain. We do a cardiac catheterization, which is where you put a catheter either in through the groin or the wrist, and you shoot dye through the coronary arteries. You're looking at the coronary arteries, looking for blockages that could be consistent with a heart attack. And there's no blockages. But yet there's this abnormal finding in the left ventricle, and it mimics a heart attack. We really don't know why it happens. It could be due to either increased catecholamines, microvascular disease, or coronary artery vasospasm, but it's almost always triggered by emotional stress. So it sounds like um, if somebody's dealing with something like that, they need to reduce their stress. I think Ladies Break Room always talks about... Yes, getting what, me what's time. One of the, oh, me time. Me That's time. what you call it. That could be anything. Talk about how that, how, how that can help reduce stress. I just walk away from all the chaos. Like I'll just hide in my closet, take a drink, take a snack, just zen out. Sometimes I do videos, but most of the time I'm just in my zone. And So do you have Tito's in the closet no, and snacks no. in the closet or do you actually just take them in there? No, I like make a little drink and I make a little snack and I make sure my kids are situated doing, you know, they're safe. Everybody's good. And I run upstairs and I hide in my room and that's it. I like it. I like it. Is, is there ever a time where your husband's like, uh, I want to come to the party. Like, do I need an invitation to the closet? I've asked him if he wanted to do videos. He's like, no, that's your thing. He's like, just, he just started watching my videos, which is crazy. He like, one day he started binge watching all of them. He had never watched one. Oh, okay. He treated you like a Netflix. That's yeah, yeah. yeah, he was binging. So now he knows what it's about. I still can't get him to do a video though. Okay, yeah. okay. So he basically started swiping right a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. What are your thoughts on love and you connect with so many women. How do you feel like the internet has changed how women interact with men and how women feel about love? Um, I think that it's, I don't know. I think me having the blog, I know I'm opening myself up for random messages from people. But I think like if I didn't have the blog and it was just me, then I, I would Probably, my, everything would be private. My Facebook is private, but everything else that I have with ladies' break rooms open, so I do see some crazy things. I just don't open it. Like, if I, like, I can tell by the first sentence where the conversation's gonna go, so if I, looks like it's a little shady, I don't even open it, and I block and delete them. But the average person, like, I, was, I, I did some research, and it says uh, that relationship therapists suggest that now with this younger generation coming up, um, if they're getting ready to go into a committed relationship, they should have a relationship social media contract. Like, have you ever heard of that? Oh, what's that mean? So, well, well, the, the deacon's personal Facebook page, he shares with his wife. And so you can tell yeah. she'll post something and then he posts something and you can tell like, it's like, my husband's the best ever and so handsome. And I can tell like he was the but one I posting. think it's important that, yeah, I'm a grown man. Right, of course. I, I, outside I'm of 40, I'm a man. Having the doc and the deacon stuff. Right. You know, for me to have my own 
stuff. I, we do everything as a family, right? And I, right. we felt like it was important to, to share that. Mm-hmm. Right. Page. And, and so if you, we, if you wanted to talk to me, you had to talk to her. Yeah. <laughs> it's important that you don't marry someone just like you. Like the deacon and I couldn't be married. Well, two men should be able to be married even though religion, some of the religions disagree with that. Obviously, men should be able to marry. Women should be able to marry. I don't know that that's true. I mean, we have been together for quite some time. We're not common law. We don't live in the same house. <laughs> and yet. even this, as similar as our hair and our personalities are, yeah. I can't remember ever having a real disagreement. Well, we better because the TV show <laughs> that's wants us to reshoot some things where we disagree. You better, you better, you better. Right? Like, if you could show up on time, if you didn't give this recommendation, that person that we interviewed would still be alive. That's right. Right? So we, we got to do some reshoots for the TV show to show that we argue more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll and, and, and you know what the production company loves is when we talk about it. They really love that. Well, that's important. You know, we talk a lot. I, M- Megan and I do some relationship stuff and we... we uh, oh, oh, so you go to like marriage therapy or you go to like church stuff where you talk about relationships? We were actually relationship uh, mentors for couples <laughs> who were getting married. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep belly laugh. You guys are telling people uh, relationships. Right. <laughs> Here at her first. And one of the things, one of the things we talked about with the love languages. Have you ever heard of those? Oh, I know the love languages. You I'm, know the love languages. I know the love languages. Number one. Okay. Acts of service. Acts of. I'm an acts of service. That's how I show love. So acts of service are when. You do something for someone, it oftentimes it's like, hey, I painted this room. I did the dishes. I did the dishes. I babysat your kids. Yeah. I'll tell you my problem with acts of service. Of course, my wife says it's not babysitting. It's not babysitting when it's your own children. With acts of service, I'll tell you my issue. (laughs) It's not. I'm really not even perfectly certain which my wife's are. I think acts of service would be number two. Yeah. But she does so much and is so busy, I don't feel like she notices what I do. Yeah. I actually now like send her a text message. Hey, I did this. Hey, I did that. And I'm, I'm trying to remind her because I feel like each person is in their own world so much, we forget what the others yeah. are doing, right? We forget that others are doing things. And as much as I want to constantly think of her, I want her to know I'm what I did today. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so you're an acts of service guy. I, that's how I show love. Well, um, I know that. That's not how my wife receives love. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's... <laughs> Uh, what's one of the other ones? Number two, physical touch. Okay, she's not that one. Yeah, yeah. My wife is not physical touch. And at the end, Lexi, you have to tell us what you are. I think are. she likes a little physical touch. That and would probably else? be her, it's somewhere like B. Oh, not mine. Not mine. I love to cuddle. Like, I cuddle with anybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But my kids come in and they cuddle with daddy. I go cuddle with my wife. She oh, goes, my kids are that's enough. That's good. That's enough. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> you're, you're hot. Yeah, you're sweating on me. Yeah. Okay, I love you, babe. Go get back to your side of the bed. And we have one of those, like you know, like the beds at like like uh, the form fitting ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it actually takes me effort to get to her side of the bed. Like I have to climb over to her. <laughs> Putting in work. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like as I roll down, I'm just like going down. Work, uh, work, work, work. And uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, today, honestly, I uh, I do like physical touch. I think it's number two for me. Okay. <laughs> I went to get lunch today. And the waitress touched my arm three times. Oh, and I, you know, I guess I kind of liked it. Like it wasn't, it wasn't weird. No, 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 no. No, she didn't have that much flair on. Not that much flair. (laughs) I will tell you though, I like physical touch. But to the waitresses out there, you don't have to touch my hair. Oh, a lot of times. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, Patients and uh, waitresses feel like they can touch my hair. 
That's like an invasion of privacy. Yeah, you can touch. I don't care. You can touch my hair. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so number two. Number, right, so, number so that acts of service, and then what was that? That was physical touch. Number three, receiving gifts. Receiving gifts. Is it bad that like it's not receiving the gifts of God? I almost feel like, are you a bad person if receiving gifts is your uh, love language? Uh, I think not, because I think when it can certainly, any, any, too much of anything can become a problem, right? But when, when someone showing affection through the way they give, and those gifts can be I different. buy you t-shirts. Yeah, and that's a great way. I mean... That's not my way of telling you I love you, but it's one of them. Recognizing that in someone else and being able to give them things and know that that's, you know, something that's important to them is, a, you know... Number four. Okay. Quality time. Oh, that's big ding, ding, ding. I that's think you mine. just hit Megan's. Oh. That's mine. Yes. So to the women, right? <laughs> and anytime we've had a, a, a topic where I'm pushing back on, uh, we've had a woman here. Yeah. Right? And this is the reason. Quality time. So this is what I don't understand, and I need to be explained. Three nights in a row, four nights in a row, we can come home, she's cooking, I help, I'll cook some, you know, we're, I'm putting the dishes away, we're trying to get the kids to bed, we watch shows together, we have these stupid phones now that we look at, and then Friday will be like, I haven't seen you. I mean, what, what do you mean? We hung out every night. Like, <laughs> I mean, I sat there, I sit in my chair, you sit on the couch, like, I was there, we got no quality time, and I was yeah. like, I mean, uh, it's not quality what time, else bro. could be done? And so I don't understand. Can you explain this? Well, because she's not, you can't, which you, she, she, she wants wouldn't you to, want you to sit next to her. She wants nope. an experience. Let's well, she does want an experience. Yes. yes. And it doesn't yes. have, you don't have to spend a lot of money. You just, an experience, a, like something, I don't want to give you ideas because, you know, you have to think of them yourself. Well, no, I, I understand that. But in the midst of, when you have multiple children and you're working a lot of hours, like there's, I would love to like yeah for sure randomly have it. us wander off. But there's definitely times during the week when I feel like we've spent plenty of like we've been together, like you're saying, every yeah. night yeah. doing stuff and getting through like, and then she will say like uh, I feel like we haven't even spent any time together this week. Yeah, and uh, so I think I've I've run into that as well because my wife's language is quality time. Yeah, my wife's language is quality time. Yeah, but. I'm still trying to figure out, like, what does that consist of? Obviously, we do date nights a lot, but, like, can we go for a walk? No, I mean, no, we have a four-year-old who's a a little demon. demon. No, she's not. I knew you were going to say that. She's so demon was coming. She's feisty. She's feisty. (laughs) You want to take her for a weekend? Spirited. Spirited. That's the word. Yes. And number five, uh, words of affirmation. Ding, ding, that's me. Oh, oh I love that too, though. You gotta words tell of me, affirmation? I need to know that you recognize what I did and yeah, that I'm you liked mine. it. Yeah, I'm changing mine. I like that one. I, see, a, I didn't know these. I didn't my know My wife doesn't like languages. words of affirmation. She doesn't care about that. I But do. I, I'll do something, like, because I'm an acts of service guy, mm-hmm. and I'll be doing stuff. And I know she doesn't always receive love that way, but I just need her to be like, thank you, that was great, you know. Yep. Yes. Um, I'm 100% words of affirmation. What ends up happening is I do something. She doesn't say thank you fast enough. I say, did you see what I just did? <laughs> and then now she's like, in spite, she's like, right, well, I'm she, never yeah, going to say thank you. Yeah, she's over it. Yeah, no, no, well, no. Part yeah. of the reason I fell in love with my wife is that she's funny and sarcastic. Yeah. But sometimes <laughs> she's I want like, sarcastic. hey, you're... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes, you know, I'll say something and she just gives me funny and sarcastic. And yeah. I was like... How about a little bit of like, hey, you're not so bad. Like, you know, it's almost one of those where like, you know, you have to go, I'm not OJ. 
I went to work today, you know. Uh. Listen, the things you thought that were cute about each other in the beginning are oftentimes the things that annoy you 12 years later. Well, the tricky part is like... Like I my wife, listen, my wife loved me because she's like, he's funny. Uh, he meets, you know, he, he meets people easily. He's good at conversation. Now she's like, oh God, he's so funny. <laughs> and he's... <laughs> Talks all the time. And oh, yeah. Meets all these people, right? So those are the things that when she thought they were cute, now uh, make her want to jump. So I want to hear, what do we think Santino's love language is? He is definitely, I think he would be affirmations too. He likes to be reminded, you know, he's been stepping his game up. He never cooked. He's starting to cook, which is, so what's that? Acts of service too? Sure. Yep, acts of service. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or maybe he thinks his cooking is a gift. He does Sunday breakfast now. Awesome. Oh, yeah. There are definitely thoughts that uh, women are more likely to be quality time or receiving gifts, and men are more likely to be physical touch or words of affirmation. The tricky part is physical touch and sex are different things, right? Sexy time is not what is meant by physical touch. Um, eros. Um, eros. But you know what the thing is? You can have... Different love languages. But what we're talking about today is love. What's love got to do? Got to do with it. What's love but a second hand emotion? What's love got to do? Got to do with it. Who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? So... Valentine's Day is coming. Yeah. Which is awful. But what I want everyone to do is try to think about your significant other. And I want you to think about what is their love language. And if you don't have a loved one, I want you to, I guess, get on the internet and find one. But before you swipe left or right (laughs) or up or down, I want you to buy some condoms. Oh, that's a great idea, Doc. You know, you had me... I didn't know you were going there, but I, I'm okay with that. I'm not Catholic. I think it's important to uh, use protection and have safe Wrap sexual encounters. Yeah. You know what I want people to do for, for Valentine's Day is remember uh, that love is not just an emotion. It is a choice. And it is a verb that you can show and you can give. And it's not just... Um, that eros kind of love when we think of romantic, but I want people to think about that fila love and the agape love during Valentine's Day. Think about how you can love those around you, your brothers, and think about what God, how God has loved you. So when Jesus said to the disciples, he said, a new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And, you know, we were recently reminded and shown some amazing love uh, from a father to a daughter and his girl dads. We can certainly relate. And um, so I think for Valentine's Day, find a way to love one another. I love you, Deacon. I love Ladies Break Room. Holla. Love you, Doc. What's love got to do with it? Yeah. But a second-hand emotion. Oh, what's love got to do? Got to do with it. Who needs a heart (laughs) when a heart can be broken? Oh, as long as you don't get...
Takatsubus, cardiomyopathy. Two things you can count on. The doc is in. And the deacon speaks. Hey, thank you to Ladies Break Room. Thank you to thank Ladies you Break Room. Thank you for having Lady. me. So much fun. Lexi, where can people follow oh, you? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Is it at Ladies Break Room? At Ladies Break Room. Um, she, so keep your DMs clean, please. <laughs> Or at least, or at least, or at least, or at least blur it out. Yeah, exactly. Least, if it's coming through blurred, it's at all least good. blur it out. <laughs> you know, um, but you know, thank you so much to our lovely wives. Without you, um, I, we would certainly have a, a lesser understanding of what love is and how it's impacted us. So we are so thankful for the loves of our lives. And yeah. um, I love franchise, our rapper. I love Tucker Butler, our yeah. producer. You can check us out on Twitter. At Doc Deacon. Follow us on Instagram at Doc and the Deacon. Facebook at Doc and the Deacon. And go to our website, docandthedeacon.com. We'd be blogging. Peace. You know what? Uh, Ladies Break Room is going to write a blog that we're going to post about uh, doing her first podcast episode. Oh, yes. I like that. Yep. So check she us out. Definitely, she definitely didn't know that. Yeah, but I am now. It's all good. Check us out. <laughs> Remember, swipe left. Peace. Peace. Excellent brain trust to market it brandness that's set in stone like the Ten Commandments. This show gon' be around for infinite years. I think we can all agree on ice cold beers. 100% authentic, you can't fake it. Often imitated, but never duplicated. So knowledgeable, take a lot of facts in. Now I'm coming to close it like a Roldish Chapman.